the battle lines are drawn. Shit is hitting the fan. And we're here to go through it with you. Welcome to a brand new episode of My Pot and Paper. I am your host, Orla Condon, and back with me tonight, it's your girl, Fanula Jones. Let's get stuck in. Okay, after the high intensity that we had last night, tonight took a bit of a breather, I would say. Fanula Jones, you're back. What yeah. did you make of it? Sounding like a stale from friends <laughs> after Body and Soul. Um, it sounds a lot better today than it was. It is better today, now in fairness, but it's still. If anyone caught her on the Instagram stories yesterday with her shower cap (laughs) and her Deirdre Barlow voice, it was amazing. It just did a lot of a lot of unnecessary shouting. Um, Yeah, like it's it's kind of just the trot to the peak, I suppose. Mm -hmm. This is how the series tends to go. It was a lot of uh, fire and action at the start with the fallout of the recoupling, and then it kind of tapered off and I mean I'm sure it's going to kick up again yeah the ladder rumors about new boys and stuff but <laughs> new yeah boys. new boys fresh meat mm-hmm. um what did you make of the coupling up last night I have to admit right that I got the press release in my emails in work yesterday about two o'clock so I knew who was going to be kicked off and I was devastated because like whether Yuanda was kept or whether she went home it would have been really disappointing to know because it always takes the like intensity out of the moment and like we were watching it here last night myself and Ellen Coyne and like she was like bed into it she was like hands on her forehead we were all just like oh my god oh my god and I was a bit like I really wish I had that sense of it could be anybody like what did you make of the results um I also had that email but didn't check like I got out of it quickly enough that I was like oh um mistake on my part I wasn't entirely surprised Mm mm-hmm um, disappointed but not surprised as that meme goes um, I think it was pretty unfair to set up the conversation like that like yeah. referring to the, in- the re- intelligence remark and stuff but I mean that obviously comes from a production team I would believe 100% there was um, there yeah but like it also makes for great television mm-hmm. um, and that whole falling out and like the really dramatic music behind it that like the Tokyo Meyer song like it was just it was very very good yeah Um I found it really hard to watch the girls be so upset and like I did I did feel bad for Yuande and a couple of people have asked me since about like oh like was it just a case of that Yuande wasn't right for the show and to be honest I just don't believe that and I don't agree with that I feel like she was coupled up with the wrong person Um, I don't really have much time for Danny and I know there's been criticism on Yuande's part as well I do think she was a bit dramatic. She was a bit huffy in certain circumstances. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it comes down to that those lines of communication breaking down. Danny told everyone a different thing about what happened on the date. Yes. Yuande gave him the opportunity to not commit to her and to not take things to that next level and go fast. And at the end of the day, he did say that if another girl came in, his head wouldn't be turned. If he hadn't said that, she might still be there. Like, yeah. this is the whole issue. So I'm disappointed. She'll be fine. She has like a very lucrative few months ahead of her in the English and Irish market in terms of media and like whatever the hell she decides to do. Yeah. Um, she'll be fine. Like I like I think no she probably is. She probably is better off being out of the villa as opposed to maybe stringing her along and having her potentially being put into this position of of Anton or like Camilla from series back where we're just waiting and waiting and waiting and she gets like more and more upset. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. 
yeah, so I was talking to um, Eleanor Hutch today of Evoke.ie and she was comparing and I actually, it was like a light bulb moment when she said it. She compared um, Yuanda and Danny to Camilla and Johnny. And yeah. we, had, we had said this, well, I know I had said this on, on this show a couple of times that they were the Camilla and Jamie. And Eleanor said, no, they're the Camilla and Johnny in that we wanted it for Camilla so badly. We were willing for them both to fake it just for them to have this like connection yeah. and relationship and be safe. But whether it was right, like whether Camilla thought it was right at the time, it definitely wasn't right for Johnny. And he knew that pretty straight out the gap that he was like, there is no chemistry. She's making no effort. I'm sat here like, and there's a girl over here. Who was it? It was Tyla. Tyla. And he was like, <laughs> and, I, and I really like her. And like, there's chemistry there. And like, she's telling me she's keen and Camilla's giving me nothing. And it was the same type of rage. And like, we we spoke about this while the episode was on that uh, in our group chats and definitely on the My Pot and Paper Instagram page, um, at My Pot and Paper, follow us, get in touch because we love to hear from you guys for reasons like, this that you've been getting in touch with us saying like totally disagree really didn't like you one day didn't like her behavior was glad she went home and i was like jesus this is such a stark contrast yeah to i found that really interesting and yeah, yeah like very very surprising to be honest like yeah. i don't understand how people couldn't view her situation and see that she'd been hurt in the past yeah and i just feel like he kind of led her down a merry path like yes yeah, she was childish but I mean, I kind of think she was forced into that position by some like kind of very backhanded moves from Danny and Arabella. The thing is, like I think, and I can't remember if I've said this before on this podcast, but I've said it to other people over the last few days. I think Danny copped that he didn't like her and just didn't, or maybe didn't like her as much as he thought. Yeah. Didn't like her as much as she liked him. Didn't know how to communicate it and was kind of hoping that maybe it would just fizzle out um, that she would kind of have this realization that look, yeah. I'm not into it because she's obviously not showing affection. Blah blah. Or, I'm yeah. not showing affection. Blah, blah blah. I would if I was doing that. Like I obviously would be into him. So she, he was just kind of hoping that that would taper off. He could go off the Arabella and that would be that. But like yeah. obviously that was never going to happen. Like again, it just comes down to if you respect a person enough, you will sit them down and be like. I really respect you. I don't see this going anywhere. Yeah. You deserve a shot. I deserve a shot. Let's draw a line under this now before it gets to, to the to this level of like it's gotten very petty and very nasty. It's very and we've hostile. seen this in the yeah. in the at the start of this episode. And I think that was the fork in the road really was when they had had their first kiss. They kind of seemed to be okay, here we're going, we're on the road. And you one day kind of didn't be, she didn't seem able to continue at that pace, still kind of felt uncomfortable in the situation, didn't really feel committed in it, really. Danny was kind of saying that he was all in, although clearly now, I mean, that you ha that has to be coming into question now. Um, and I think people were either linking to what Danny was feeling or linking to what Yuanda was feeling. And I know me personally and a lot of people who sat there and you as well said that like when she was saying like that moment where they were sat in the day beds and she kind of said, if another girl came in, like, would your head be turned? And I think she was just so uncertain in it. And I think you either agreed with her uncertainty there or you thought it was like, why is she still questioning him? And that's when the kind of two groups of people seem to start to form. Yeah. And now the people who were like, why was she questioning him? Are like, she let, she brought this on herself. She didn't make an effort. She didn't care about him up until a couple of days ago. But I think she felt the same as Danny, kind of insecure in the relationship. Wasn't really sure, but like, should I be sure? And then when Arabella came in, yeah, she became threatened like anyone would, especially yeah. in a game where your survival is about being in a couple and a girl comes in and directly challenges that. Like, I think that's one thing a lot of people are forgetting as well, where it's like, 
okay, we can look at this on a very surface level and think they're in a couple. This is mm. how they're acting together. They like each other, blah, blah, blah. But like, it's all like, it's also, who was you Andy going to be with if mm. Danny didn't pick her? As we've obviously seen no one, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I knew Anton wasn't going to pick her. Like, why was Anton going around tonight? Like, there was a load of backlash on t- on today, and his mom came out and was like, "Anton shouldn't be blamed for you wanting to go home." Who's blaming Anton? I wasn't blaming Anton. Yeah, I saw a lot of stuff like that as well. But I mean, I think it's more that people are angry that. Lucy he picked did. Lucy as opposed to that he didn't save Yuanda, which to be honest, like I can get behind. I yeah. mean, there were a lot of points made in tonight's episode that did call Lucy's presence into question. I'm over it. I find her to be such a sheep. Yeah. I find her to be so childish. Yeah. She just follows certain people around and just like mimics everything they say. I don't particularly enjoy her and I think to have this whole like crisis of conscience about leaving and feeling this way about Joe. However you feel about Joe and Lucy's relationship, not that I back that at all. Yeah. But just from her perspective, like surely no one has come in yet. Surely you'd be like, maybe it's time to call it quits. Like, yeah. you know, I just... And the, the worst more thing is, Joe's outside doing interviews being like, I've met my love and like, I fell hard in the in the villa. And you're like, Lucy is still there with no signs of her bags being packed. Yeah. Like, she is like ordering more clothes from PLT to come into the island. Like, she's happy enough to be there. Like, yeah. And all she seems to be doing is kind of bitching about everyone else to kind of the smaller groups. Like, she attaches herself to kind of the smaller, like the Danny Arabella Anton group there at the end where she was kind of like, what were you meant to do? You had to follow your heart. You had to do what was best for you. And you're like, Lucy, why are you involving yourself in this? Like, why are you partaking so actively in this argument? Like, be the rest of the of the people who are like Michael, Curtis, all these people who are kind of sitting back out of it. Even kind of Molly and stuff is kind of not really getting stuck into yeah. the to the bitchiness of it. Why? Because you've no investment in it. Yeah. Why are you getting stuck in? That's like, what stop. I just didn't understand. I was like, I don't understand what you owe Danny or you owe Arabella that you feel compelled to sit with them and... Do you think there's still a bit of bitterness towards the OG girls who made her feel shit? Because probably, it does, it like, does uh, feel no, like that. yeah, yeah, and I like I'd say she is isolated, and that I like that obviously wasn't fair either. But at the same time, I think she's revealing her true colors, and and maybe maybe she's not. Maybe it's a defense mechanism because she just has her back up, yeah, because of the way she's been treated in there by the other girls and that pack mentality that they yeah. have going on. But like at the same time, like wind your neck in, like, and I know again, like I, do, I can't remember how old she is. Like twenty one or like she's early twenties. Presumably, early twenties. Yeah, yeah. um, like I'm early twenties as well. But like I just don't, I just don't get. I do, I just feel like it is really unnecessary. I don't really know what she's adding, and she just seems like a lost puppy following anyone around and yeah. just chiming in behind them, like not really adding anything. I think she sees the like the smaller groups as like the underdogs. I think she visualizes herself as an underdog. Yeah. And she's kind of saying like, fuck the status quo. I'm going to hit like chill with these people. But what you're doing is you're just aligning yourself with whoever is kind of a little less popular at the moment. Do you know what I mean? I'd be really frustrated if they send like a surfer dude in for her, which is really hateful and selfish. But but like, yeah, but like on the producer's part. And again, we spoke about this last night about the Maura Tom argument. I know you were on Instagram last night and you, you had spoken to a few people who are bet into Love Island talking about the fact that that uh, argument kind of fizzled out quite quickly, but it was possibly because of the day gap in filming and that we had probably missed a day's worth of kind of calming down period for Maura. And myself and Ellen were saying it last night that, they could have used that point, maybe not to have the conversation about kind of 
uh, how we speak about sex and all that kind of stuff because Love Island I don't think was ever going to give us that conversation in the way that we really wanted it to but they could have used it to stir shit amongst some of the other couples whose fellas were getting into that as well who were partaking in it like we Michael who we were already disappointed in Mm. why didn't they take that opportunity and similarly today why were producers not saying well if we can get Anton to pick you one day we're going to be able to continue this little this little shit star for at least another couple of days. Now, I don't think Anton has a great relationship with a few Islanders because he said this over the weekend that himself and Amy didn't really get on. And he said it today that, oh, well, me, Amber and Anna would be good friends. But I mean, I'd, I'm friends with Lucy. And it almost felt as if he was saying, I was never friends with Yuande. So there's something, I don't know, maybe I'm reading too much into that, but it, it, there always seems like there's something going on there. Well, he definitely doesn't seem that pally with Curtis either. So that would... That would make sense, to he be honest. He doesn't seem that pally with Curtis. Like, if you look, he's always like, as, like he's always chatting. Him and Anna seem to have a decent relationship just because of what's happened and how yeah. they've both been single at the same time. Um, he obviously has a lot of affection for Amber, which makes sense because when he went up and, like, apologised to her or whatever again, I don't really think it was necessary, but whatever. Um, yeah, I suppose that would that would make sense. But, like, there doesn't seem to be any great animosity between them. Otherwise, I think mm. it would have shown but like I suppose you are always going to get these clicks within the villa and again to be honest I think uh, Anton tries to play a bit of the devil's advocate as well and tries to be kind of like the everyman where he tries to negotiate with all sides which I can appreciate because like I'm not saying Danny and Arabella are totally in their like I've already said like I think they it it is a game they have to play it Yuanda didn't like carry herself in the greatest respects either in certain circumstances but like, at the same time, I think you are right that you should just separate yourself from the drama. But on another level, if you did that, there'd be no show. Like, yeah, we wouldn't and be sitting here talking about this. Like exactly. And I do think like a lot of people were giving out about the Yuandi moment at the end where she said goodbye to Danny and she was like, "What goes around comes around." Like for me personally, I was like, I love this moment because it's like we'd never really seen that side of Yuanda to yeah. that extent. Yeah. And like, yes, it was a bit petty. Yes, she shouldn't have said it. But also, we're fully convinced that they were bet into the drink last night. Oh, like, they were, yeah. yeah. Th- no, like, and like, I've had people write to me as well there while we were watching and there's a lot of people slurring words. Slurring words and like just being really rowdy. And like, even when, so we'll get, we'll get into the girls now and the way they were kind of separated. So we had Danny Arabella and kind of Anton Lucy down by the pool. And then we kind of had, who do we have? Amber, Jordan, Anna, um, Amy, Tommy, and there was someone else there in that mix as well, potentially more or someone. But anyway, they were there and the girls were obviously really upset. Um, we saw that last night when they were crying, especially Amber and Anna seemed really, really, really heartbroken by it. And they were bullying, like they were bullying watching Danny and Arabella sit there. Now, I don't think Arabella has helped at all. Like, I don't think she has made any effort to kind of calm the like bad buzz like no effort at all and I think if there's one person that is unforgiving of that it's Amber yeah absolutely and like I, I just because I was watching Twitter as I was watching the show like people were not on board with Amber and Anna's behavior but yeah. like I think you need to take it from the perspective like let's call a spade a spade here as you said they were all sloshed they yeah. were definitely all drunk and I think that absolutely aggravated yeah. things so I think you kind of need to give them a bit of leeway in that respect like their best friend is after just being sent home. Yeah. So and they and are going to be upset. They and were you said this while the episode close. was on, based on multiple lies that Danny had told to everybody. Yeah. 
Like he didn't portray how the date had gone to the, any of the people in there. Yeah. Like it was, and like it wasn't a case of like lying or anything, but it was kind of being selective with the truth, mm. which is the issue. And even in the lead up to all that, they had conversations where Yuanda was like, you can have a go with Arabella. I don't mind, you can get to know her. And Danny was saying it was really immature. And they were still having like multiple conversations up until the moment. And I know he was saying he was really split, but like, I just don't, I really don't believe that. Yeah. And I don't think the girls believed it either. And again, you have to understand, we're seeing an hour of like a 24, yeah. 36 hour day. The, the, the girls are in there all the time looking at this happen. Yeah. I don't really blame them for being frustrated. Like, it, was their output warranted? Like, probably. Like, they could have handled it better. But, like, again, I would also say, like, Amber's, like, 21. Like, so, yeah. again, she's, that's that's be, that's being in her early 20s. Anna is, like, should probably have a bit more cop on. Yeah. And I, was... I found that whole, like, bye, bye-bye. Like, I don't really blame. As much as I don't agree with how Jordan spoke to her, I don't really blame Jordan for actually saying something. Say it once, but say it seven times, calling her pathetic. Shut up, man. No, and I hate... Embarrassing, but... childish. You're like, all right, lay off. Yeah, like... yeah, no, no, no. I thought it was. But again, I think it was a drink thing. And, but I would put the drink thing down to as well. Like, I don't think Danny and Arabella would have kissed, were they not? Like, and the mm. way they were talking and all, it didn't sound like... Yeah. If it was a sober conversation, it was so awkward. Like, I would, it was weird. It just I makes, would have thought it was weird. I just, I keep thinking about the conversation that Arabella, or that Danny and Yuande had on the daybeds where um, Yuande asked him, like, oh, would your head turn or whatever? And he said... Not well, enough. in a polite way, but not in a, a head could be turned way. Not at all. I don't think you quite really get how much I like you. Really? Yeah, I don't think you get it. I think you just think I'm a boy who's like telling you what you want to hear. Like, that's not what I'm about. And like made her feel so guilty that she wasn't willing to trust him. And then like as Michael and a lot of the people said in there, like she finally started to kind of let her, her barriers down and gave him the space to go on that date and kind of gave him the benefit of the doubt. And then he came back and rather than being honest out the gate and going, look, like there was a connection I don't want to say to you. He lied. Mm. Within a day or two days of saying, why do you think I'm lying to you? Like, I'm trying to be upfront with you. It's all I want from you in return. And then he came back and lied to her, lied to the boys, lied to Arabella and lied to everybody. And the girls are sat there watching that, knowing that Yuande is like second guessing everything she's doing. She's finally putting herself out there after they've like coached her for ages to try and encourage her to do it. And now he's like, doing the dirty mm. like I totally understand why they were raging I do think they took it to an extreme and we said that like fair enough tonight because to the start of tonight's episode while it might have felt very extreme that was right after Yuanda had left like they're yeah. all still in the same clothes like she's literally just walked out the door they've been bet into the wine like they are at the height of their anger. Yeah. So we kind of said like, look, if they wake up in the morning and they're still like this, I we would have an issue, like a serious issue. Like, okay, come on, this is yeah, the game. Yeah. Like, But I think you got to give them, maybe they didn't do it right and maybe they were in a, immature, but again, they're 20 something. They're like in this weird social scenario. Like the thing is as well, like I'm seeing a lot of people like describe the girl's behavior as like being like bullying and stuff. And like, mm. I can't get on board with that when Arabella is also sitting there rolling her eyes at Amber yeah. being upset, rolling her eyes anytime Maura speaks, which like kind of like a bit gas, like the <laughs> THS, whatever. But like, she's, yeah. 
like I I cannot get on board yeah. with her and as I've said it to everyone and I like she's playing a game she mm-hmm. has to play a game Danny picked her it's not like she had a choice but she you said it she could have gone about things better I, I think 100% and she was very patronising to, to, to you one day every time she spoke to yeah. her every time she spoke to her like even when she brought her for a chat um, the other night and she was like I think we should just talk about this like as if and was constantly feeding into that thing of Yuanda's being crazy Yuanda's yeah. being crazy whereas rather than acknowledging the fact that this was kind of a really emotional time for Yuanda and I know there's that whole thing of like well that's the game I'm going to step on toes but I think she almost relished in the fact that she made Yuanda incredibly uncomfortable and that she seemed to have won up on her all of the time it, even in the dressing room last night when they were getting ready and she made the comment about having yoga tomorrow and then gave the girls shit when they were whispering in fairness it is a bit shitty to whisper in front of other people mm. it is rude but she kind of kept jabbing at Yuanda as well and I think that she cannot get as angry as she's getting that the girls are kind of fighting back when from the minute she walked in did nothing to make it easy for Yuande or even civil there. Yeah, I I just find her very fake and I found that when yeah. they tried to have a kind of makeup conversation down by the pool even and she was, and I was like, fair play, she's going down extending the olive branch being like, I'd like to get to know you better, obviously. Yeah. Like, because again, I don't think she necessarily had anything to apologise for, but at least she was like, look, let's put this point let's, let's get to know each other and like the girls were trying to be like you just have to understand the position we were coming from and she automatically went on the offensive again mm. and I was just like if you really really wanted to break bread yeah. again I just can't understand this unwillingness from a lot of them to just be the bigger person and just yeah. be like all right, like, fair, let's, let's just move on. But she's automatically like, there's always like a bot with her. Yeah. There's always a bot with her, which yeah. I'm just like, just shut up, yeah. just shut up. And like, even the way she, but even the way she tried to like put it to bed was like, right, yeah, like, but like, we're happy and like, there's a connection here, but let's put this to bed. And it's like, oh, you had to get that final dig in before. Let's put this to bed. This is done now. This is done. And you're like, nothing is ever finished like that. Like, you're not acknowledging the upset on their part. All you're doing is kind of saying, understand us but let's just put this to bed yeah. and it's like you haven't resolved anything like yeah. anything and I understand this thing of like oh we can't keep going around in circles but also you're not even trying to find your way out of it you're just saying okay let's just ignore it which is not going to fucking work because it never does yeah um the Danny Amber thing and then the Michael kind of getting involved I felt like a lot of people couldn't kind of um connect with what Michael said he was like I have no anger towards... Well, okay, maybe you have anger towards Danny and Arabella, but, like, I have no anger towards you, Danny. I don't... You don't bother me at all, Arabella. Like, that's fine. We're still friends. This is grand. I think he could have gone about this a lot better. Yeah, I think he's, like... If you want a friend in the villa, it should be Michael. Like, I mean... 100%. He's not perfect, but I think he's the most level-headed. I think that's an age thing. I just think that comes down to him being a genuine person and his seeming lack of disinterest in the game. Yeah. Um... He's right, like, and it's it, like it's he summed it up. He summed up pretty much everything we've just said in that there's issues on both sides. It's a game at the end of the day. You have to make a decision. No one should really have this like front of rage, but at the same time, maybe look at what you did and understand why there would be why you are being met with like this barrage of hatred. Yeah, I think that 
I, like, I would be curious to see how... I would have loved to have seen da, uh, Michael and Amber actually talk about it a bit more. Because there was one point where they were sat at the fire pit. And now I think Michael was just trying to keep his eyes open. Like, they seemed absolutely wrecked at that point. Like, their legs were gone from under them. Yeah. And she was kind of talking about it and, and still digging at Tom, Arash, Danny and all this. And he didn't really get involved in the conversation. I'd love to hear... Because I feel like they come at this from quite different points of view. Um, Michael always seems to be, like you said, the kind of level-headed kind of, I understand why there's upset here and you need to understand that too but it's not my fight and I, I want you to know that I don't really love the way you did this but it, it happened um, whereas Amber is like this can be my fight because Yuanda is not here to fight it herself so I'd like to see how they kind of it, it, it was something that I felt maybe last week or two weeks ago Michael would have got angry about and been like stop like it's not your fight but I, I just kind of wish we saw a little bit more of their interaction, but I don't I, think they were physically able. Yeah, I'm kind of glad they didn't because I feel like it would have resulted in an issue arising between them. Yeah. And again, just because of the level of drink they clearly had on board, I think yeah. they would have ended up butting heads over it. So I think Michael made the right decision in just kind of letting Amber on because to be honest... When she's like that, I don't think she can be stopped. Mm. Like, absolute hurricane. Amber. She was literally waiting at the bedroom door for someone to come in, like. She was refusing oh, to get gone in, like, WWE. Waiting like. for the fight, like. Yeah. Tap me in, like. Yeah. She was ready for it. Okay, let's wrap that up now. Um, The Maura Tom thing. So, they've recovered from the, the argument, seemingly. Uh, they've paired up now. And, I mean, do you buy it? I don't buy it at all, like... Maybe there's like a phys- physical connection. Well, there clearly is a physical connection there, but like, <laughs> I think she knows what she's doing. Yeah. She needed someone. Maybe, okay, maybe I'm not giving her enough credit because like, it wasn't her that was turning around to me like, I'm having second thoughts. It was him. Like, he is clearly so stupid. He, like, and was it you that said this, like how he's brought himself from being the most irrelevant person in the villa to kind of being the most hated person in there. Like even with lit- Danny, this is like arguably one of the most disliked people in there. Yeah, he literally went from like not to 800,000 miles an hour. Like it was, you couldn't have had a more like, uh, like helter skelter journey for him in terms of going from absolute silent nonce yeah, to nondescript to, character like to very vocal nonce to this person who doesn't recognise <sighs> and again yeah. maybe it's like I've had this discussion with people about whether you forget whether the cameras are there and some people say you do some people say you don't like I think maybe he genuinely has because I can't understand how he cannot see how bad he will fare if he bails on Mora, given yeah. what's already gone on. Like, as much as I don't see them lasting, he is probably better off kind of hanging on until Mora finds her Prince Charming, like, yeah. and fucks off, to be quite honest. Kind of the Montana, Montana, who was she with originally before she kind of jumped up from him and then went with the guy that she met in Casa Mora? Sam? Was it Sam? No, Sam went home before, I think. Oh, anyway, it was similar yeah. buzz to that. Yeah. But, yeah, but like, I, I, and I think that's fair because even when he made the comment the other night about like, oh, let's see if she's all talk, he didn't even seem to have the cop on that like, she's right there. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You've, you know she's there because you've answered her call. You've started walking towards her and then you've said it. And then when she gets mad, you don't even know why but you're trying to apologise for it. So like, it wouldn't surprise me if he was like, oh, you fucking totally forget the camera's there. Like you actually totally don't No, remember. like I, like I, I think he, I, I don't want to say he's like stupid or whatever. Like he could well be, but like, I mean, I just, <laughs> I actually think he's, he must be a bit naive and yeah. that's why he's not as polished as any of the rest of them in terms of yeah. how they perform on camera. Like he's just clearly 
like just very ordinary, which is like admirable in another sense. But I think if he had any cop on, yeah, he'd keep his mouth shut about himself and Maura. Hang on, wait until she loses interest. Mm. Like I just like he's he digging himself him- a hole. Yeah, to be quite I, I think he sees himself as in a power position because even when they were sat at the fire, he was kind of cradling her like. Almost like you're welcome. Like that. No, I he. I you. really do think he thinks he's in a power position. Yeah. Like, there's no way he'd be telling the lads otherwise. So he went to. It's so weird. He went to Jordan and they're having a chat. Um, and the th- like the things he said about Maura were, she doesn't take all my boxes, and if someone else came in, I'd obviously be tempted, and like that's fair enough. Like I've no real hatred for that, other than the fact that he said that about like our Lord our Savior Maura Higgins. But then he said to Jordan that the boxes that he that she wasn't ticking for him were her fitness. She was OTT. She's an intention seeker and she makes him cringe. And I was like that is literally the most disgusting list of things that you have mentioned. The fitness thing was grim. Fitness, and I like, actually didn't, I did not cop that he'd said that until you just read it. But And it goes back to their date when he was on about like... The gym. I'll bring you to the gym. Fuck off. If any, if anyone is listening to this now and you are in a relationship or you are texting someone who goes Violent. on with that shite, like just tell them to get in the fucking sea. Like, Do you know when Bumble, the way they, they have all those like um, criteria of like height, yeah, yeah. what you do or whatever, one of them is like, do you go to the gym? And I swear to God, anyone that's like fuck, active, what the fuck? That's not like super active, that. I'm just like left. I cannot deal with that kind of judgment in my life. I deserve better. I just like, I don't get, like whatever about the other things, right? Because it's the one thing I've always said. Like Maura is one of those personalities mm-hmm. you will either like or you won't. Yeah. But like that gym thing, the no. fitness thing seemed like such a like. I just felt nasty like he was trying. Yeah, I just felt like nasty. he was trying to justify it mm. to him. I because oh, if he said like know. she's a bit OTT and like she's a bit attention seeking, you'd be like. Okay, I can see where you're coming from. And like that, you'd either find that gas and kind of like lovable about her or it would grind, like grind on you. But saying the fitness thing and makes me cringe. Yeah. I was like, they're two very like nasty things to say but about like, her. But like, he didn't seem to mind the OTT stuff when he thought yeah. he was going into the hideaway with her. Do and you know he, oh yeah, when he's bed into her having a shift by the fire pit. This, like. is the, this is the thing. Like, so I don't know if it's just a case of he thought she was going to be an easy ride, yeah. like in more ways than one. And she has proven herself not to be. So yeah. now he's like, well, fuck this but and again that it comes back to this whole thing of like I just think he's a bit simple like in like in his train he, of thought about how he goes about things it's it's as if but I almost think I don't know is it that he's that simple or does he think Maura is that simple probably like, a bit of both to like, be honest and even the rest of them like Molly May shouting down at them and Tommy being like get into the bedroom get and it's like do you not remember the conversation that was had yesterday about mm, this yeah like would you not be like let's not go there like let's not go there and even Tom he said something I don't know what it was it was something about like oh I can't wait to get into bed with you tonight now or something like this and it just felt a bit like again even though it wasn't the same language it's hard to not hear that in the same way that he said let's see if she's all mouth yeah it's hard to hear anything he says now and not just think he's there for the right yeah I I just need a nice interesting well-rounded man to go in and Sweep her off her feet now. And kind of the buzz of Michael. Off. Like kind of the buzz of Michael in that like real sweet, real nice, but also will call her up when she's being a bit too much. Yeah, but that kind of same balance that himself and Amber have. Yeah. yeah. Like that, like 
fire and ice or fire and water hashtag Game of Thrones. Do you know like that bat like that it's like as you said that if she if she's going to be the OTT one you've that kind of rock of sense that just kind of sits yeah. there and just lets her off. Like yeah and like if look, you if you fancy someone you fancy every bit of them. Like yeah. it's not a case of just because you find them attractive like you like every bit of them. It yeah. should be the whole package. Yeah. Fair enough if she's not, but like he's playing a very different tune to what he was a couple of days ago. Yeah. Like it's a very convenient game he's playing. Yeah. At the minute, like more. very convenient. But like the thing is, we are due. We are overdue men in this villa because we have had boys' choice after boys' choice. These girls are being fucking chucked left, right, and centre, made feel shit about themselves. The tables need to turn and they need to turn quick because I think people are getting real aggro now. Absolutely. People, a lot of people are just saying that like the series is kind of boring in comparison to others and that Maura seems to be carrying the majority of it. I can't get over how little the new arrival or like the pace that the new arrivals are coming in at. Like yeah, it's, it's very, it's very slow. I think we had 37 by the time we finished last year because I remember I wrote something about it and it was like, have we got everything? Yeah. We, were, we were near the 40 mark. Now, I will say at the, at the end of last year, they just seemed to be shoving people in like, because they just, I think they, they had, just wanted, they, had their flights booked, they, like. were, they were just like, we need to get someone for Laura. So they were just dropping like 16 boys in at a time and Laura only liked two of them. And then it was, do you know what I mean? One, it was just a nightmare. One. Like, um, but yeah, like I just, like, Casa Moore can't come quick enough, to be honest. So there was rumours today that there's a new boy, uh, that the, like the first new boy of Casa Moore has been, um, has been revealed and like it was like oh he's going in at the end of the week and this is who he's after and who is he after only amy so let's um what's his name it's something rose it's like dave rose or something it's kind of a weird name but this is this is the thing we were te- we were told that um casa moore was going to start at the start of this week it didn't um now apparently according to like the booking pages of the villa that they go to the casa moore villa it's booked from kind of early july to mid july um so we might be waiting kind of till the end of this week to kind of get that tease but this guy dan rose apparently is the is the first guy who's going into the villa um he's a builder from coventry but also a part-time model which is like a prerequisite of of every fucking island here um but according to um reports uh Dan's friends say that he's ruthless and he will shake things up massively. His usual type is blonde and slim and Amy fits the bill perfectly. His arrival is going to cause major destruction in the villa, especially with Curtis. Now, I don't know. I think a lot of people have these 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 press releases come out all the time when a new person goes in and every time there's a question at oh, who have you got your eye on in the villa? It's one of the main questions in there and every time it's covered, this guy's going in, look who has his eye on and it's usually the person who's kind of settled in a thing because they're well aware that will get the headlines before they've even stepped foot on Mallorcan style. Soil. And this... Soil. <laughs> soil. <laughs> How are you there now? <laughs> Channeling more Higgins there. So this is the thing. I, to be honest, I don't care about Dan Rose. I just want six <laughs> fellas to just come in and just even out the playing field a little bit here. Give these girls back a little bit of power and give them some choice. Yeah. And not make... to go in and like just fireman scoop them up over the back. <laughs> like just rescue them. Tom, you're gone. Jordan, you're yeah. gone. Anton, you're gone. Just smashing them out of the way like bowling pins. <laughs> like... But it's just, it's felt just slow. And I think that's a big reason in the fact that we haven't had the tables being flipped. It's constantly been the girls bitching and fighting and kind of trying to claw their way into the competition. And I do think if we got some fresh male meat, that might change things. Yeah, I would, um, I would enjoy that. I would enjoy the lens being taken off, Mm -hmm. the pettiness and just every terrible aspect of 
female relationships and female friendships not being like it's just broadcast cheap. every night. It's felt real cheap. Absolutely. And I mean, I would rather like I'm, a part of me is like I would rather that if it's going to be authentic as opposed to like fabricated drama. But I mean, it is a bit tiresome. Now, I will say like as much as people are like it, do, it doesn't compare to other series, but like yeah. I don't. It's not a bad series so far. No. And we have had a lot of very exciting moments. And I do understand the way they have to play it this year just with the Judy Care and like I feel like I'm a broken record saying that, but just with the way things have gone on. Yeah. Um but yeah, like I am looking forward to someone just going in and poking things around and the other relationships being tested. Like if it is a case of this Dan Rose guy, like I am semi intrigued if he is interested in Amy and he wants to like upscuttle that, like, yeah, give it to me. Let's I kinda wanna see what happens just yeah. because it as we've said, like I'm I'm done with this whole thing of let's have the girls cat call at each other for a while. Yeah. But I think that's why tomorrow's episode is gonna be so good because they have that game where it's like they read the tweets. Oh, that was one that's one of the best games all yeah. the time. So they like Because it's the first time they get any idea of the public perception yeah. really like. Yeah. Um so they have like these tweets that have like words missing in them and they're usually like very like inflammatory and they're bound to cause a stir in there and they have to guess what the blank word is. Yeah. Um it's going to be good, I think. So it's... the tease was that uh, Amy and Curtis have, and then someone said, no sexual chemistry. And I mean, if we have said that once, we have said that 50, 69 times yeah. on this podcast. Yeah. Like there is zero sexual chemistry there. Um, and I just love when that callous is in amongst the pigeons after they read the tweet. And I mean, Amy bites that bait every time. In the same way in the kissing challenge, she couldn't handle that happening to her. I'd say this is really going to ruffle her feathers. But talking about fabricated drama, and I want to get to it because we're running out of time. Tommy and Curtis's chat on the terrace. <laughs> I'd actually completely forgotten about that. What was that? Like, I was like, just kiss already. What a bizarre moment of I television. I don't know what the fucking story was there. That was weird. That was really weird. Do you think really the producers weird. were like, oh man, I'm so hungover. Right, okay, I have something to do here. Right, I have to cause a scene between Curtis and Tommy. Right, will you just go up onto the terrace and just tell each other you love each other? But I don't, I don't fully understand what prompted it. So was it the fact that... Tommy was discussing with Curtis about the fact that him and Molly were like riding. And no, Molly, like, like had, so the, the way it came about was Curtis was sat in the dining area with Molly May and Michael. Tommy was in the kitchen and then he came over and said to, I think Curtis said to Tommy or Tommy said to Curtis, let's go for a chat. I think Curtis said to Tommy, Tommy, let's go for a chat. And Tommy was kind of like laughing and kind of looking at Molly. And obviously they've been doing bits as the, as the quotation goes. And Molly was kind of going, what do you come here? What do you got to go up for? Which was a bit weird, but I do think she's trying to keep a lid on that. I think she doesn't want to come across as if she's being like inverted commas a slag. Hate saying that, but like, yeah. do you know? So that's kind of how it came about. But I mean, any any of these conversations, I mean, Curtis seems to be like Curtis should be getting a producer's rage at this point because he has pulled people for conversations very deliberately like this. Like, Michael, let's go for a chat, and yeah. it seems very deliberate to kind of introduce this like light and shade story to what's going on in the main kind of script. I think they could be trying to like propel this like bromance storyline because oh, like they haven't it. they haven't had one yet really and. It like when they do have one, it tends to be good, or like it tends to be, as you said, like that light to the shade and the nastiness. But like, I mean, that, that's all well and good, but it's when it's organic, it's yeah. when it's like Chris and Kem like rapping at each other, and yeah. 
all that jazz or Amazing. like I mean the lads are like Waze, Josh and Jack from last year I was year just going to say we need a Jack like, in there are still like busy mates like so did you see that on Waze's Instagram actually he yeah. was like I didn't find no you can't say I never found love don't get it twisted I did find love in and Love Island and it's photos of the two boys yeah yeah but that's the thing I love it like that's just like now don't get me wrong like, like I'm sure they are mates I'm sure they do get along but yeah. like that whole conversation just, was weird. Was like, I'm just so happy to see you happy and in love. But more than that, whatever about that, I'm leaving here with a brother. And I was just like, what is this shit? Who is eating this up? Maybe Who they were, is eating this up? Maybe they were drunk again. Maybe they were just on the absent. Oh, like, they def- I don't think Curtis is, is drunk though. I think Curtis is like... Curtis just seemed a bit awkward through it. I don't think Curtis could have made as much as Tommy. Like, And that's the I second don't time Tommy has kind of gone for like this bromance moment and then had to like kiss on the lips and been like, oh, I can't believe we just did that. And you're yeah. like, what, is, what are you doing? This is so, so uncomfortable weird. to watch. But um, a beautiful way to herald in a Pride Week. <laughs> in honour of pride In honour of pride Curtis, I, w- I want Curtis and Tommy to win now I just have no time For, for the that. LGBT community <laughs> As if they <laughs> haven't been through a fucking enough <laughs> The justice they deserve Christ alive I just I just found that so bizarre The whole thing was incredibly scripted Like They had obviously been on the sauce Poor old Tommy I think Actually thought it was real life I think Curtis was up there After memorising his lines Like it just felt so bizarre. The moment where Molly was kind of saying, oh, like, we better not say anything. And then the girls were talking about what bits they've done. I was just like, what is this? Like, they didn't give it enough time to be its own scene. I don't, they probably didn't have enough for the episode. Like, think? that's what it seemed like, that it was just, I think they were trying to stretch out conversations because it was like, okay, we have like 10 minutes where kind of nothing happens. It actually wasn't even 10 minutes, but like, it, just it was a good bonkers, like. maybe seven or six minutes at the end where it was like nothing happened, nothing of worth is said. So let's just give them this weird intimate scene between the two lads. It was so uncomfortable to watch. I just don't get them at all. It was irrelevant. I kind of wish that I had gotten more Amber and Michael time. When Always. the fuck are they going to go into the hideaway? I thought the text would come in. Uh, at the end of the eviction night because sometimes they do that when tensions are really high they'll send someone into the hideaway because they're like oh that's kind of diffused that real hostility yeah. but like you're taking Queen Bee out of the hostility and then it's done but I would love to see them go into the hideaway or when they've, they've got a date haven't they so yeah hideaway I'd love to see yeah, that yeah hideaway is next like I don't know I'm a bit tired after that um, I'm looking forward to tomorrow to yeah. seeing how all that plays out so am I um, but yeah like I think this one has caused a lot a big split in the in the opinion of people. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see um what the listeners come back with to us and how they felt after everything. I'm very interested to hear. Casa more when do you think it's coming? Next week, I would say. Next week, do you think they'll tease it up at the end of the week or do you think they'll just leave it for a fresh week? Maybe s- Sunday they'll tease it and kick it off Monday. I'm not sure. I'm just basing that off everything that I've been sent in any of the reports. Yeah, the thirst is real for Casa more at the yeah. minute like it's just, it still seems very early to me. It so does, I but wouldn't it always be- does come in week four, like. Is it? Yeah, it's always around week four. And it does, you feel like it's very early. But if you think about it, Kaz and Josh and all that stuff, like we had yeah, all true, of that yeah. afterwards. And like, I mean, George's downfall was a lengthy couple of weeks. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? So it actually does come in around week four, like. Yeah. And we're week four now, so. Okay, next week, so. See you in Casa more. Yup, yup. Fanula Jones, thank you for being here to cut through that with us tonight. Thanks for having me again. And you're back tomorrow, so I you, will let's see tomorrow. what's going down. Like, a bit more energy, guys. A bit more energy. 
thank you so much to Fanula for being here again tonight with us to go through what was a fairly whatever episode. Thank you to all of you guys for tuning in and for getting in touch with us on Instagram. It's at my pot on paper. Keep those suggestions, predictions, thoughts coming. We love to hear from you guys. And now that it's getting a bit juicy, we're loving having the debate with you online as well. You can find us on all of your favorite podcast apps. So we are there for you whenever you want to listen to us. We'll be back at the same time tomorrow night to go through whatever goes down. I mean, can we predict at this stage? We'll talk to you then. Thank you.